Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and this is the Hope for Healing Faith for Living podcast. Hello, I am Tim Dumas, and welcome to another episode of the Hope for Healing, Faithful Living podcast. We continue today to look at the true accounts of Jesus ministering healing during his earthly ministry, and we are seeing what Jesus did and said because it's how we understand the will and the heart of the Father. In John 6, 38, Jesus says, I've come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me, the will of the Father. And we've talked about before how in Hebrews chapter 1, it says that Jesus, his life was the exact representation of the Father and the Father's will. So how can we know the will of the Father? How can we know God's will for our lives? By looking at the life of Jesus and seeing what he said and what he did. And so we are focusing on these true accounts and we're also learning about healing and we're learning that healing is always the Father's will. We never see Jesus tell somebody, the Father put this sickness on you for a reason, or tell a person that um, it's not the Father's will that they be healed, or it's not time yet, or a lot of the things that we hear people say today. We don't see Jesus say that. We have to remind ourselves that whatever we believe, we have to have Scripture for it, because it's through Scripture that we get our faith. Bible says in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, not somebody's opinion. So make sure whatever you believe is backed up by the word. And actually a better way to say that is look to see what the word says and make sure that that's what you believe. We're not trying to find scripture to back up our own beliefs. We're trying to go to the scripture and humble ourselves and yield our own beliefs to the scripture, whatever it says we believe that if our belief doesn't line up to what the word says, then we need to change our beliefs. But today we're going to look at the healing of the nobleman's son. Uh, that's what he ref- he's referred to in the King James Version as a nobleman. I'm going to read from the English Standard Version to you today, and it refers to him as an official. But it's talking about the same type of person. This was a person of influence. This was a person of power. He was important in society, and he came to Jesus for help. Let's look at this. Uh, It's only found in John chapter 4, and let's begin with verse 46. And I'm going to read down through verse 54. It says, So he, he's talking about Jesus, came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum there was an official whose son was ill. Now remember the King James says nobleman, okay? Verse 47, When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, He went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. And as he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, which is about one o'clock for us, the fever left him. The father knew that that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, your son will live. And he himself believed in all his household. Now, this was the second sign that Jesus did when he had come 
from Judea to Galilee. Now, there's three main points I want to get from this. One is humbleness is part of receiving from God. Second, our mindset matters. It takes faith. It takes belief. And then lastly, seeing God move in our lives will affect others. So let's begin with humbleness. This was an official. And again, as I said, the King James Version says he was a nobleman. He had power. He had influence. But the Bible says that he came to Jesus. He didn't send for Jesus. He came to him. Now, keep in mind, they didn't have cars and trains and airplanes back then. So this man was leaving from Capernaum to go to Galilee, and that's 15 miles or more that he was either walking or riding a horse. So it took some time and it took some effort, but this man was willing to do this because his son needed help. And this man believed that Jesus was the one who could help him. So he humbled himself and and, and didn't sin for Jesus. He went to him. He went to him asking for help. He went to this man who was at that time just mainly known as a carpenter. He, 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 Jesus at that time, in fact, this, the Bible says this was the second miracle he did. The only thing he had did, done before this was turning the water into wine. But somehow the nobleman heard of this man, that th- there was a guy who was different, and he believed that this man, Jesus, could help him. So he humbled himself, and he either rode the horse or he walked for 15 or plus miles to go ask Jesus to come back with him and help him, help his son. So he humbled himself. Now let's focus on that. James chapter four, verse six says, but he gives more grace. Therefore it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. You know, even when we're just accepting Jesus as Lord, we have to admit that we do have sin in our life, that we do need a savior. We do need forgiveness. And we humble ourselves before him and say, Lord, I ask you to be Lord of my life. Our our relationship with God, So much of it is honoring God and being humble before God. First Peter chapter five, verses five and six says this. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders, clothe clothe yourselves, all of you with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Verse six, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. So not only are we to be humble before God, we are to be humble before one another. Now, being humble before somebody else means to give them honor, to lift them up, to put them above you. You you humble yourselves before another person. Let's look at Micah chapter 6, verse 8. He has told you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly before with your God. Now, humbleness before God is showing God honor. It's a right heart before him, acknowledging the, the superiority of God, the value of God, the worth of God. And it's not demanding from God, but it's seeking God and acknowledging your dependence on him. Now, I want to share with you another verse about humbleness and honoring God. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. This is an amazing verse to me. It says, Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel, declares, I promise that your house and the house of your father should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord declares, Far be it from me, for those who will honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. 
Isn't this an amazing verse that the God who created the universe says, those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me, I will lightly esteem. God said, it's amazing to me. If you honor me, I'm going to honor you. If you honor me, I'm going to honor you. This is what God said. That's an amazing truth to me. It's an amazing verse to me. I know there's a church in Branson that actually has it up as, as on their wall. I will honor those who honor me. God is a good God. And he responds to our faith. He responds to us humbling ourselves before him. He responds to us honoring him. But when we have pride and when we are demanding, no, that's not how you come to God. That's not how you receive from God. It's being humble before him. It's honoring him. Honor and humility is a decision. And the way you improve or increase your humbleness is by focusing on showing honor to somebody else. So if we're, if we seem to have trouble receiving from God, this is one of the areas we need to go back and check. Are we walking humbly before him? Are we coming to God with honor for him in our heart? Are we humbling or yielding ourselves before him, yielding ourselves to him? And that he is good, he is truth. Are we yielding, humbling ourselves before the word where we are um, correcting our thoughts and our beliefs to be in line with what the word says. If we're not, then we are not being humble before him. If not, we're not honoring him. You know, if we're not honoring the word of God, we're not honoring God. So let's make sure that we're walking humbly before him because he says he gives grace to the humble, Right. Let's make sure we are honoring him and his word because he said he would honor those who honor him. So this is what I want you to think about this, um, at least for a while. Just think about, am I honoring God? Am I humbling myself before him? Am I looking to his word to see what he wants me to believe, what he wants me to do, and then am I yielding to that? and believe in his truth, and acting on his truth. Amen. We're going to talk more about this true account of Jesus healing the son of the official or the nobleman in our next podcast. But know that God is good, and he loves you, and he is the Lord who heals, Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. So I hope that you're with me in our next episode. Until then, I'm Tim Dumas. God bless. God bless.